You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It is the Wednesday, August 25th edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And, ooh, buddy, we've got some stuff to discuss today. Uh, I am excited about it. Let's go ahead and give you the rundown. We will do it as quickly as possible. The website, winningcureseverything.com, has everything that you need to know about us. Everywhere to follow, everywhere to subscribe, etc. The YouTube page, uh, Twitter, Twitch, podcast, whatever. Leave a nice five-star review over on Apple Podcast. That would certainly help. Share the show out. Of course, that is the easiest way to do it. Uh, tell everybody, just go to winningcureseverything.com. We will have the contests up and running next week. We are excited about that, trying to figure out exactly what the prizes are going to be. But you can go ahead and be safe and secure in knowing that we are going to have something good for you. So be ready to enter the Pick'em Contest. Couldn't be more excited about that. We are presented by BetUS, where the game begins you go ahead and check them out. There's a link in the description below. But that is the sports book that I have used for uh, a large portion of my life. And they have always treated me right. They will treat you right. You can get a 125% deposit bonus. Use the code NCAAF2021. Very easy to do. There is a link down in the description where all you got to do is click it. And it is automatically going to take you to that site. That it automatically put in the promo code. Just easy stuff. So go ahead and do that. Uh, it's up to $2,500 for the deposit, and they will they will match it and more. So go ahead and check that out. BetUS.com, where the game begins. And, uh, yes, Chris and I both host college football shows. I host one for BetUS. Chris hosts one for SBR. You can find the link in the description to subscribe to both. Chris, we had an alliance announcement on Tuesday, my friend, and it was... Uh, about as anticlimactic as you could possibly get. I why why there was a need to announce this. I I still am not sure. Do you have any idea? Nope, no clue at all. <laughs> um, I would love to be one of these commissioners right now, but no, I have no idea what these guys are doing. So, I wrote down notes. I took notes from the the press conference from the Zoom meeting, and the first thing they sent out a press release. All right, sent out the press release. 
It includes a scheduling arrangement in football and men's and women's basketball. So that's cool, I guess. Um, the other thing is they are going to be working together on a whole slew of topics. And I'm, I'm interested in this, uh, I guess, because I don't know exactly what it means. Um, they put in the statement, student-athlete mental and physical health, safety, wellness, and support, strong academic experience and support, diversity, equity, and inclusion, social justice, gender equity, future structure of the NCAA, federal legislative efforts, postseason championships, and future formats. That is what they are working together on. That is what this alliance is all about. I, why Why wouldn't all conferences be aligned in that kind of crap anyway? Like I, I don't, and, and I'm sure they are. That's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue is I'm sure they are. If you go to any of these G5 schools that are being completely left out of here, they are. The, the SEC totally is. You're, you're talking about um, a conference that, that stood up to a state that has not one but two members in the state of Mississippi and, and kind of tried to help strong arm bully them into to removing the rebel flag something i didn't i didn't think would ever happen in our state um uh, from our from our state flag growing up here my entire life so um they 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 absolutely are that they they absolutely are all of these conferences are aligned in all of these things uh this is just weird this this is like kids on a playground seeing the two coolest guys in the room hanging out being buddies, not necessarily bullying everybody else, but kind of doing their own thing and not really giving a shit about anybody else, which is more insulting than anything. Yes. Um, like, like I honestly think, and, and I've heard, I've heard comedians talk about this before that, you know, uh, someone once, you know, walked up to a guy and they were like, man, I, I thought, I thought you hated me. And the guy just looked at him and was like, no, I don't hate you. I don't, I don't think about you at all ever. <laughs> and just walked on. It was just like, oh, I think I'd have rather been hated. Yes. Like, like you, you don't even acknowledge my existence. And that's why, that's why they're doing this is they're insecure and, and they're scared and they're nervous and they all feel like we got to do something yes. because the SEC did something. And the only thing that, that they are not aligned with the SEC on, I think and even then, I don't know, is the postseason championships and future formats, right? And we'll, we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, th- before that, I want to bring up the three commissioners on the Zoom. You, you saw the video, right? You saw what they looked like. God, the green screen was just so <laughs> bad. Green screens are, are not great anyway, but, uh, but this one, I mean, it just it, it was comical with all of them. These are the all conferences one. that make millions and millions of dollars and they put tens of dollars into doing this yes (laughs) it's just remarkable i've got i've got more money Uh, in my pocket right now than what they spent on somebody putting this together for them yes for anybody that has not seen it uh if you are watching the youtube video i'm gonna make this the thumbnail um but it is the three commissioners on a zoom call and all of them have the same uh, virtual background that is the three logos, the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12. And it is, it's hilarious. Like, you you have to see it. So go and check it out if you have not seen it. Um, Jim Phillips was asked about expansion. And he said, we have not made a decision where the ACC, uh, where the ACC will fall. That's That was his comment. Kevin Warren said, 
that he is a believer in expanding the CFP, but also we need to be methodical and do our homework. And George Klyovkov, the commissioner of the Pac-12, said he is 100% in favor of expansion of a college football playoff. He just said that there are issues at the margins. So there's things that we need to work out. But I, I found all three of those answers interesting because two of them seem aligned. The ACC said, yeah, we don't really know what we're going to do yet. It's like, I thought this was an alliance. I thought this is what we were here for. And instead, <laughs> the first question is, eh, we hadn't really decided yet. Like, <laughs> So right out of the gate, we're already like, Mm, okay. And this isn't a brain buster of a question. You know this is coming up. You know college football expansion has been a big – the playoff expansion has been in the news for the last, I don't know, eight months, nine months. It, they started leaking this stuff out. You How do you, how are you not prepared for that question? I have no idea. I have no idea. So everybody is excited about the scheduling alliance, right? Like that's, oh, yeah. that's the thing We're, everybody wants. Woo! Um, Northwestern Wake Forest. Here we come, baby. There you go. There you go. Well, and I this think, is a guy that loves Northwestern, by the way. Oh, of course. Of course. But hundreds of people will watch that football game. Kevin, hundreds. Kevin Warren said the scheduling alliance will not interfere with existing contracts. So all those games, like Ohio State, Alabama, uh, whatever's going on in 2032, that will all still happen. So there will be no issues there. Um Let's see. Oh, George Klyovkov said teams will have flexibility to schedule games versus any conference that they want. So so there's an alliance to schedule with these other conferences that you are on this alliance call with, but we're not limited to that. Yeah. If you want to go outside of that, you can. Okay. So so if USC wants to play Notre Dame, we're not going to stop that. Score one more for the alliance, I suppose, right? Okay. Uh, hey, hang on. How, how's that a school? We're, we're already agreed on what we already do. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, we're fun. <laughs> I'm 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 about to get political here. We're fundamentally not going to change anything. Basically, oh. yes. And, oh, that, and okay. that's what the alliance is. And we like, need an alliance to do that. Apparently, so I guess there. So I, we'll we'll get to some of it here towards the end of the press conference. Uh, Jim Phillips then comes out and says he's asked about the Big Twelve. Uh, he said that we want and need the Big 12 to do well. The Big 12 matters in P5 athletics, in, in Power 5 athletics. I could not, like, I, I couldn't even deal with, with hearing this, right? Uh, Max Olson asked Jim Phillips afterwards to explain why the Big 12 is not a partner in the alliance. And the bottom line was, it's too much uncertainty right now with that conference, basically. Now, again... Towards the end of this segment, we will we will discuss this because it got really funny right after their their press conference. I mean, because everybody went and started talking to all these other reporters, and it just became uh, very ridiculous. Uh, it says there's a huge unsettling of the membership and where schools are going. Two prominent uh, institutions. The Big Twelve has been around a lot of years and has meant a lot to college sports and college athletics. Again, as I stated, the three of us feel strongly about doing whatever we can to try to help. As far as this particular alliance, I think there's uncertainty. There's uncertainty in what's going on between two conferences. There just is. How long, when, who goes where, etc. And we felt that the three of us and the conferences that we represent and the broad-based program that we're committed to and the like-minded values that I described earlier, that we had a chance to stabilize it. And we're all hopeful that this will allow a conference like the Big 12 to figure out their path forward. So there's a lot of moving parts, but that was part of our rationale on putting together an alliance. 
and and when we get to the other news uh, here in a little bit, this this might make a little more sense. But um, it, I did find it funny. Like if if you're so worried about the Big Twelve, why would you not include those schools and that current conference commissioner at the table? You would not have to include Texas and Oklahoma if you don't want to. Like you could just include those schools as part of the alliance. This is hang on now. I know exactly what this is. This is trying to to talk up a four to a seven yes. because you because you know you're about to land that four that's that's what and, i'm gonna get and to you and you need and you need so bad for people to see them as a seven yes um Klyovkov said that there is no signed contract that they don't no. need a signed contract jim phillips said it's about trust we have looked each other in the eye and made it an agreement these poor bastards. <laughs> this is, They've been in college football for five minutes. Oh my God, they're gonna. You know what's gonna happen? You know what wouldn't surprise me in in like four months from now. We're we're getting into like close to the end of the season, the off season of college football. Jim Delaney, the old college football shark that's been around forever, is going to eat all three of these conferences. <laughs> the Big Twelve is going to be the most powerful conference of them all. That would be hilarious. He's gonna uh, he's gonna land all of them. He's gonna cut these bastards' throats. He's gonna put them in a meat grinder. Oh, God so Almighty! So ridiculous. Oh, um, this is insane. This is so dumb. If, if this there's is no dumb, if there's no signed contract, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, hey, not at all. Is there no signed contract? We're not doing anything. We're just three guys that aren't getting talked about except for we're getting made fun of. Yes. And so we got to do we got to get out in front of that because we can't let people make fun of us. Well, I'm sorry. This is the day of the internet. We're going to make fun of you. Yes. And and what you did today made it so oh. much easier. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ACC, your TV deal sucks and we're going to laugh at that, okay? We like we're SEC guys. We laughed at the SEC TV deal for the last seven years. We've laughed at the SEC TV deal. All right, with CBS, like the Pac-12 can't even get started on laughing at them and the shit show that they've been for the last five six years. Oh, so yes. yeah, yeah, you're and you're just making it worse. You're just making it worse. You're making a mockery of what this sport is. You really are. Yes. Kevin Warren and Jim Phillips, the Big Ten commissioner and the ACC commissioner, both mentioned the need to stabilize college athletics because apparently everything is moving too fast right now. We got to slow it down. We got to stabilize things. All right now, I'm I'm an old man and I've said this. Yeah. All of the change happening all the time is bothering me. I want us to get to a point. I want us to get to twelve teams. I want everybody where you're going to get aligned to get the hell aligned. And then let's sit here for a couple of years like we've had the last several years. Okay. Yes. That's but, all but I that's you, all I want. But we also know that the Big Ten's TV contract is coming up in 2023. We know the Pac 12s is coming up in 2025. And we know that the playoff expansion uh, will have to happen or the, the new contract will be signed heading into the 2026 season. So that stuff is right around the corner. Like we are in yes. 2021. So what we would like uh, you and myself included, is, yes, to get to a point where it sits still for a little bit, but we are so obviously not at that point yet. Like, uh, there is a lot that is going to change in the next five years in this sport, and to think that it won't is is just pulling the wool over your own eyes, I think, like for, for these commissioners. I mean, it's just absolutely absurd. Um, so it, it, they both mentioned the need to stabilize college athletics. And then finally... Um, there was 
a, a brief discussion about the scheduling alliance. And Kevin Warren and George Klyovkov both mentioned that they may move from nine conference games down to eight conference games. Now, for years, the Big Ten and, and the Pac-12, etc., have talked about the ridiculousness of the SEC and the ACC only playing eight-game conference schedules. They've done it forever. And now their own commissioners are saying, eh, wait a minute, we might need to do this. Klyovkov specifically mentioned that they would do that to create more value for their television partners. ESPN, if they could get the SEC to move to a 10-game conference schedule, would take it in a heartbeat because there is value in that. SEC against SEC, there is value if you have more SEC games. We just have bigger teams, though, Gary. Oh, we agreed. just have more schools that, that, that pull a bigger draw than, than, than these other schools. You're and explaining that's, that's my fine. point. But, like, like Klyovkov didn't say those things in the past, okay, about about how precious it was for them to make the nine-game schedule. No, One of no, the reasons Klyovkov was probably brought in was because he saw the writing on the wall that we have to change, all right? Yes. And, and Kevin Warren, the same thing. And, and you know, so – so that doesn't – I'm not going to knock them for this because I actually think they're right, all right? Oh, you, I, I you think know, they're absolutely right. I don't believe if, that they're if wrong. Clemson, if Clemson got to play a 9- or 10-game ACC schedule, I'd throw the hell up, all right? Yeah. Now you're <laughs> – yes, I agree. I do agree. Um, and, and instead, they get South Carolina at the end of every year. Which Congratulations. Well, it used to be you, a tough game. Um, you get one of the worst SEC schools, so you can say – Look at our record against the SEC. I'd love it when these guys do it, by the way. I love it. I love it when Oklahoma gets the shit kicked out of them by LSU. But they, you know, you know, they play Tennessee and they play Arkansas and they play a couple of low feeders on the table and they're like, look at our record against the SEC. We're so great. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't really, I don't really know that's how it works out. Have you beaten Auburn? Have you beaten Georgia, Florida? Like any of the decent ones? I'm not even talking about Alabama. All right. I, I you know. Have you, have you beaten any of the other good ones? A&M? Any That's of them? It, well, no? it, to, to Oklahoma's credit, they do have a winning record against Alabama. Um, what was the last but, time they played Alabama, Gary? Uh, well, I mean, it, it was the Orange Bowl, but they, they got whipped in the Orange Bowl uh, okay. a couple years ago. Before that, what was the last time they beaten Alabama? Let's say uh, that. The Sugar Bowl in 2013? After the 2013 season, I guess it was? Yeah. So, But it was, you know, it's the Sugar Bowl. It's Alabama had lost to... It was 15 years ago? Yeah, it was... Well, no, okay. it was like eight years ago. But either way, either way, like, still, you remember Trevor Knight? Like, that was the night that Trevor Knight went off in the in the Sugar Bowl. But regardless, I do see exactly where you're coming from. It's The, the records are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, after all this gets done, uh, Phillips closes it out by saying, three motivated commissioners came together to do the right thing at the right time. Is waste this, time is this and resources the right at the right time is that is that what this is well we bam but they didn't do anything that's <laughs> it's not even a thing it's not the right bam. thing or the I wanna wrong know, thing. i want to know i want to know billable hours i don't know man hours of people on the clock at these three conference commissioners offices i want to know what it costs them over the last two to three weeks of talking about this alliance and putting it all together to come up with this dandy of a plan i would like to know that I, remember, are, like, remember, remember back when politicians would be like, you know, 
somebody would go on like uh, uh, an investigation for like two to three weeks to try to get the other one in trouble. And then the other one was like, you spent $3 million in two and a half weeks. And we could have saved 400,000 homeless people for that. Like, remember when we used to do that? Like back in the, that's like old school politics. All right. That yes. was back when we were civil. All right. That was civilized <laughs> politics in the nineties. Most of you kids would know about this. Um, but no, like this is, this is what, like, I want somebody to be like, it, y'all spent this much money to have a conversation that ended up in, we're fundamentally not going to change anything. Yeah. Like we're going to keep things the same. We might start playing each other more. Like maybe, that's, that's, maybe. maybe we don't even maybe. know that. Because they're but also, if we can get, hang like, on, <laughs> if we can get a home game against Texas or Oklahoma or Alabama or LSU or Georgia, then we're going to take that because that's going to draw eight million viewers. Yes. So, yes. so while while we don't like those sons of bitches from the South, we we don't want to upset them too bad because if they want to ever do a home and home, it'll be the biggest game we draw in a decade. Yes. Yes, if, if USC got a, a home and home with one of the big boys of the SEC, it would be the biggest draw that USC has had. I mean, the Notre Dame USC doesn't draw that. Won't won't come close to it. Yes, I I do agree with you. Now, clip that segment. We'll move into this other one because all it, right. it all ends up tying together. George Klyovkov, after this press conference is done, tells the Athletic that they will announce whether or not they're going to expand by the end of the week. So apparently, expansion for the Pac-12 is still an option. Uh, he talked to Max Olson, and Max Olson told him, uh, or, or he said that, uh, excuse me, Max said, I would be a little surprised if he preaches the importance of stabilizing college athletics and then raids the Big 12 a few days later. That's what Max Olson said. It would it would be the most college football move in the world, though. Oh, Klyovkov is the one of these three that you should be worried about. This guy was a Vegas business dude. Oh, he yes. was not a college commissioner. And these other two dudes that are so green, who oh, sleep yeah. with one eye open, baby. You wake up with oh, a yeah. horse head in your bed. Klyovkov said, I would say it's been less than five weeks since the news of Texas and Oklahoma leaked. It has caused a lot of vibration across the college sports community. I think the best thing that we can do to support the Big 12 is to come to decisions together that dampen that vibration as quickly as possible. Of course, the longer we waited until we announced this alliance, the more details we would have had and the more specific the scheduling. You balance that against wanting to announce it so that we can start to slow down the vibrations. And I think getting this accomplished in five weeks, and at least for us, being able to announce a final decision on our expansion within that kind of same five-week time frame is our effort to try and stabilize what I think Kevin and Jim and I all saw as something that was not good for college athletics. I don't even know what he's saying there. I like none. It, we're we're about we're about to take one of those fours home, and we don't want y'all to laugh at us. It's it, so so we he don't does want that. our friends. We don't want our friends to make fun of us. So he he does that, and at the same time that all of this is going on, Dave Wanstead is on the radio, six seventy the score in Chicago, and that it was this morning. He said that he heard the following Big 12 news at the Fox meetings last week in Phoenix. Dave Wanstead, of course, part of the Fox broadcasts. We all get that. But Fox has their television meetings in Phoenix every year. I I think it swaps. I think it switches every year. But either way, they have these big meetings where they talk about and they plan the season. They plan all this stuff and da-da-da-da-da. And he was told 
Oklahoma State and Kansas State are going to the Pac-12. West Virginia is going to the ACC. And Kansas and Iowa State are both going to the Big Ten. Notice that all of those are members of this alliance. Do you think that there is any... Uh, what, what is, what's the term I'm looking for? It's funny to me that they announced this alliance today. People ask about the Big 12. They talk so well about the Big 12 and how important the Big 12 is and those schools and everything, what they mean to college athletics. And while all this is going on, Dave Wanstead's like, yeah, every one of them conferences is picking somebody off, off the Big 12. That's right. That's right. They're all going to take a four home. And we don't want, and they and they want the rest of the country to to take them serious after that. I Iowa State to the Big Ten makes a lot of sense to me. Kansas, oh, no, I, as far as basketball goes, all of the moves make sense. By the yeah. way, I, I don't disagree with these conferences doing this. I I actually don't disagree with it at all. No, I don't either. But, but to come play, out and talk about stabilizing college athletics and then start raiding uh, what's left of the Big Twelve right after, I I do find it a bit comical. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma State and Kansas State to the Pac-12. That that could be interesting. We could we could see some fun games there. Um so the two that got left out were Baylor and TCU, right? Uh Baylor, TCU and we're missing somebody, uh Texas Tech. Texas Tech. So those three are going to end up in the American. Guaranteed. Because they're sense. not going to they're not going to stay by themselves and why would the American not? Well, I mean that would boost, the, that would boost the American to 14 teams. If the if like, the American was smart, they would They'd find a couple of bastards to kick out, and they would go get the best of the Sun Belt also, and BYU. Go but, go get App State. Go get yeah. Louisiana. And Louisiana Coastal. So you find – you find, and then B, if you can get BYU, BYU. you find four – you get four, four dummies to say, sorry, guys, you got to go. <laughs> That'd be smart. That would be, be smart. smart. That'd be smart. Because at that so. point, then you, you're back to a Power Five – um, yeah, now, now you really. I think I think that conference would be awesome. By the way, I think yeah. that conference would have less weaklings than any other conference if you did that. Yes, I I tend to agree. I tend yeah. to agree. This was uh, this was comical that all of this was going on. This alliance talk, this talk of stable, like-minded individuals, uh, the importance of college athletics, da 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 da, and and Dave Wanstead is how, dropping knowledge. Like, how many? How many people can make so much money and be so dumb, Gary? It's, How is it that I can't make that much money? I'm a, I'm not I'm a moron. I'm dumb. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not. I'm smarter than all of these people. <laughs> all of them. Maybe put a couple of them in the room combined, and I got that IQ. Yeah. Yeah, probably. these are idiots. Now, that's, that's I, there's no doubt like. they could quote Shakespeare and and quote me legal references out the yin yang that I can't. There's no doubt. Opening books, they're going to be smarter than me. Running businesses, running conferences, I, I assure you, I, I can show you P and Ls of how I've done in 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 my little world and what they've done, what I've built, and what they've built off of what I had to start with and what they had to start with. And I assure you that I can I can run circles around all of them. Well, I will I will give you Kevin Warren and Jim Phillips. I don't know about Klyovkov, man. Oh well, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm, you're I'm, right. No, but he, I'm I'll tell you this, him. He's he's the he's the he's the one shark in the pool, baby. Oh yeah, like he's that's the, the one, one shark swimming in this pool. Yes. and and for the other two to just trust him blindly would would not be wise. 
Just uh, telling we, you right now. I still can't get over. We don't need a signed contract. Like we what, don't need one. We've got his word that he won't stab us in the back. Like what are we talking? In a about? couple of years, Ohio State's going to be in the Pac-12. Uh, probably that. <laughs> That would be so ridiculous. Oh, oh my God. God. It's going to yeah, be spectacular. The, the ACC, so people, of course, will ask, why would the ACC only take West Virginia? Well, they don't want to lose that connection with Notre Dame. Like, That's it, right. They, because, they, because they are hanging on, hanging on to lifeblood that one day they'll get Notre Dame, and that will be bigger than Texas or Oklahoma. Yes. Yes. And the way They're that this holding sets up, on with all they have. This sets up with the ACC having 15 teams, but if you add Notre Dame, that's a 16th because Notre Dame yep. has a, a, a contract, a scheduling an, agreement. Actual, they, they have a, an actual signed contract through 2036 where Notre Dame has to play five ACC teams every year. Yes. A signed deal. So that thing is done. So it, the ACC, practically 16 teams. The Big Ten, you take Kansas and Iowa State, that moves you to 16 teams. The Pac-12, still sitting there with Oklahoma 14. State and Kansas State. You got 14. Do you maybe go after a BYU? Do you maybe try and figure out something else? I, right? I'm going to tell you, I think all three of these schools, there's a reason they didn't take any of the private schools. I think they I think they want to stay, which, which A, both the ACC and the Big Ten already have private schools. Um, but but Pac-12 has made it clear that they, they would like to remain secular. That, that Makes sense. So maybe BYU is worse than all the rest of it. When I say to deal with scheduling wise, and and the religion that they put forward is far more strict. The other ones operate at no different than public schools. No different than public schools. Yeah, that that tends to make sense because USC is a private school. USC is a private institution, but it's a secular private institution. It's not married to a church. Yeah, it's it's not Baylor. It's not TCU. Yeah, it's not Baylor, it's not TCU, it's not Wake Forest, it's not not Northwestern. It's you know, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Well, I mean, Northwestern is secular as well. Like that's not a. I thought Northwestern was Catholic. Don't believe so. Don't believe so. I I think uh, we we have people that we know that should be able to answer this for us. How do we what? not know that? We'll 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 ask them about. That. Are you are you sending it to uh to our group chat now? Yeah, you want right. you want to talk for a minute? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and keep talking. Uh, this this would be incredibly comical to me if this were to happen. Uh, but the idea of four 16-team leagues is still there, and the AAC could be another one that would move to 16 teams. I I don't see this as out of the realm of possibility yet. I don't believe that we are going to have stability just yet. Do I think that they're going to announce uh, who they're taking? By the end of this week, no. I think that the Pac-12 is going to announce that they are going to look at expanding, that they are planning to expand, and then they'll draw this thing out for a little while and announce something at the end of the season because announcing right before this season, I think, might be in uh, not everybody's best interest. So we'll see what happens with it, obviously, but uh, but that's the way it goes. So you get, uh, you get any answers back. No, that's all right though. We'll, all we'll, we'll get one. We'll edit it. We'll we'll rehash it on the show on on Friday. So <laughs> it'll be all good. Uh, I did want to hit on two other topics right quick. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Kern because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Auburn head coach Brian Harson tested positive for COVID, which, you know, grand scheme of things is not a huge deal. We don't know if he's vaccinated or not. He has not said, but the media, we haven't talked much about this, but the media in Alabama has absolutely gone after him about everything, really, but also a lot on this COVID stuff. There was a an entire article written about the failures of Brian Harson at Auburn. The man hadn't even coached a game yet. Like, it's unreal how hard they are on this guy, and and he's he got hired in the middle of a pandemic. Like, what are we talking about? But now he has to quarantine for like two weeks, uh, he has to miss two weeks of fall camp. Can't even be around his team, like, gearing up for the first game of the season. We don't know what his health status is. I think he's fine. Otherwise, they would have said something. Like, we would have we gotten a report about that. But he has not come out and told anybody to go get vaccinated. He has not told anybody to not give it, like, nothing. And, and I'm totally okay with that. I think that is what the majority of people should be doing. But there are a ton of people that believe that as the second highest paid state employee in the state of Alabama, that you should have a role in fixing what is going on there because the vaccination rate in Alabama is the lowest in the country. It is really, really bad. But it hasn't made a difference that Nick Saban has been out there preaching to go and get the vaccine. Like it, it, There hasn't been much of a difference made from college football Trump, coaches. Trump this weekend yes. was in Alabama and told people to get vaccine. In Alabama, Trump people booed him yes they did yes they did this so, is not there's nothing brian harson can say or do to change this i i've got a, i've got an opinion on this by the way and i've got go ahead, yeah. i've got a well i've got a well-informed opinion on this so i still have a lot of family in huntsville in gunnersville in arab in auburn country okay and i'm gonna do this and this is the truth gary and you might not want to hear this because you got those maroon colored glasses on but 90 percent of all media is marketed and paid for by Alabama alumni and Alabama fans and Alabama uh, boosters. 90%. Auburn has such a small footprint in their state of the media advertising dollars that this is Alabama media. They are searching out things to criticize this man about. I, and we don't know. We don't know what he has told his team. He is not a public figure or a public person in the state of Alabama yet because he hasn't done anything to be public but get a job. All right. So so before you can go out and start marching orders and telling your fans what to do, you need to earn their respect and you need to earn the right to be heard. I believe that. 
I believe that with all I have. Okay. So him saying nothing doesn't bother me for the sheer fact that I don't, I assume he's telling his players to get vaccinated because it's better for his team and his football. It's literally better for them. It's not a political thing. It's, it's better for him and the university of Auburn, but for him to tell these fans, he's been there for five minutes. That would be like me moving up to Washington and telling the people of Seattle how to live their life, regardless of what the national media believes is right or wrong, regardless of what the majority of people believe are right or wrong. They have no reason to listen to me. Yeah. Alabama state of Alabama. People have no reason to listen to Brian Harson. This is 100% Alabama university of Alabama political bullshit going after Auburn. That's just it. That's all this is. Um, last month at SEC Media Days, Harson said the team's roster vaccination was around 60% uh, and saying that that number had improved. Uh, they were they are behind Ole Miss, who is obviously at 100%. 100%. Alabama is, is almost at 100%. LSU, Texas A&M, and Arkansas. Auburn falls way, way back there on that. Uh, but neither here nor there. What you were saying I don't believe is incorrect at all. I think you are absolutely right about the media dollars in the state of Alabama. However, the guy that has been writing these scathing articles is a guy named Joseph Goodman, and he hates Alabama with everything in his being. Like he does not. He is not from the state of Alabama. He does well, not like Alabama or then. Auburn. But oh, okay. But that's that's where I'm coming from on this. Is he is going after uh, these coaches, and he. But is I, really I assure you that every article he writes that is negative for Auburn, he makes more money. Regardless of of what he does on his own time, I guarantee you his marketing dollars go up when he writes bad articles about Auburn as opposed to bad articles about about Alabama. You might be right. You might be right about that. I'm 100% right on that. I would hope that 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 would not sway uh, why he would... A journalist? You don't think think journalists do that? I I wish that there were still some... You haven't watched the media in the last six years? I, I wish that there were still some out there, but um, there, there was an article or in an, an, whatever it is, it's a letter to the editor uh, from yesterday that said party on is AU's philosophy for dealing with COVID-19. So I, I can't, it, it can't even get into all the different stuff on this, but it is, uh, it is hilarious. But, but my response is Brian Harson has been there for five minutes. He yes. is not the person to be speaking out about that. Is anybody yelling at Bruce Pearl? Is anybody writing scathing articles about him? A man who's been there for four or five years? I don't believe who's, so. Who's developed a relationship with these fans, you so, know, so who I has do, a voice in the community? I do anybody going to talk about that? The reason I wanted to bring this up is Derek Mason came out, and he, he just went on his social media account, yeah. uh, and he said – As some of you have heard, I recently developed and battled a breakthrough case of COVID. Thankfully, I've recovered, and I'm looking forward to returning to the field as we continue to prepare for the upcoming season. Having lost two family members to COVID last year, as well as the father of a daughter who is immunocompromised, I understand why I made the decision to vaccinate. I can only speak for my own decision, but for those of you who are on the fence, I encourage you to look at your why and consider protecting yourself, your loved ones, and the healthcare workers who are working so tirelessly to save lives. I'm thankful I did. I wish our country, and specifically the entire Auburn community, a safe, healthy, and successful football season. Do you think that this is just Mason coming out and saying, look, I don't care whether Auburn wants me to speak on this or not. I'm going to say something. Or is this Mason maybe somewhat helping set himself up for whatever his next gig would be? 
No, I think this is I think this is the 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 first thing. I think Derek Mason's a man of principle and Derek Mason ain't trying to set himself up for anything. You ask him a question, he's going to tell you an honest answer, whether you like it or not. I think there's a reason guys like Derek Mason get thrown the Vanderbilt job and and not the head coach football coach of some of these other bigger schools. And it's not because he's not good enough of a head coach, it's because what you have to do in selling your morals to play at the highest level of college football, some of these coaches, some of these men are not willing to do. Yeah. I believe I, I, I believe that. And now now I could be completely wrong. I could be completely naive, but I believe that. I I tend to agree with you. I I don't think like it, it initially looked like uh, okay, so everybody's bashing on Harson for not coming out and saying anything. So now Derek Mason's going to come out and say something. I think I think it's just important to him. You're speaking out of both sides of your mouth here. Everybody's bashing on him, or this one guy's bashing on him? No, this there's, one there's, writer. There's a lot. There's, okay, so yeah. so you can't use the one writer as not affiliated with Alabama and bashing on him when if everybody's doing it, this is 100% coming out of Tuscaloosa. And and the whole the whole thing that you said is right, though. If Nick Saban in the University of Alabama, which controls 90% of that state, okay, well, maybe 90 is too much, but but at least 80. I guarantee yeah. you they don't have more than that. All right, 80% of that state, and that's not putting a dent in it. When when these people's Lord and Savior, Donald Trump, comes to town and he tells them to get vaccinated and they boo him, there's nothing Brian Harson could say. So he doesn't need to be the speaker for this. Like, you can't kill a man for something when – there's there's nothing you can do to force these people to do what they're not going to want to do. I'm I'm not killing him for it. I agree with you. I don't believe that it is his place. I don't think it was Nick Saban's place to tell anybody what to do. But that's that's just how you and I I believe feel but, about this. But they, like, but they obviously don't care what these people think. Like I said, these yeah. people worship Trump. They worship Saban. They worship these guys. And and if they I mean I'm telling you, if they told them to slaughter their firstborn, they'd consider doing it. But they're not going to take the vaccine, and they're going to boo them when they tell them to do it. Yeah, and so so with Harson, like it, it's neither here nor there. It's it's that there has been backlash over the fact that Harson has not said anything, and then Mason comes out and actually says something. My first instinct that doesn't was, bother me. No, that's a, that's that, Derek, Derek Mason's his own man. Derek Mason. Yes. I will tell you this: there's a world where Brian Harson has been specifically instructed by the, his employers that we're not going to talk about this. You can preach to your students that you are over, advise them on what they should do, but you don't go out into the public and tell them what, how, to, how to live their life. We don't know that his bosses didn't tell him that, okay? Agree. But I'm going to tell you this. Derek Mason doesn't care if he's been told that or not and or has probably not been told that, but either way, irrelevant because he's a D.C. Um, I, I just I just think he's his own man. He's I don't think he's trying to trying to you know, wiggle his way out or, or set himself up for a better gig later. I, I think if he gets a better gig somewhere else later, it'll be strictly on his own merit. I think it will be because he's the man that he is. I, I tend to agree with you. I tend to agree. Like, That's I think my opinion, he does. but I don't know the man. I don't know anything about him. I just get to watch him on TV. I watched him go through those awful, awful years at Vanderbilt when they weren't good. And I remember when he, when he did win, I remember things that he said, he, that that he thought were important and, and they resonated with me and they stuck with me and yeah. and so I trust him and I believe him. I can understand that. We'll close out with the New England Patriots. 
Oh, and I want to tell you this. Uh, yeah, Northwestern is was founded on a Methodist background. Methodist background, interesting. Yeah, their their nicknames before they became the Wildcats were the Fighting Methodist, which is very funny that you're a, a fighting man of the Methodist. call. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's very Sweet. interesting. Okay, I'm okay with it though. I'm not. Oh, same not, here. Same I'm here. That. Um, the Fighting Friars are the best mascot in baseball. <laughs> All right, I can get down with that. Closing out. The New England Patriots allowed Cam Newton to leave camp to go get a medical procedure done elsewhere, and apparently there was a misunderstanding of the league's COVID-19 protocols, and that has caused Cam Newton to have to miss five days of training camp, five days of practice leading into the final preseason game, and, you know, he's in a bit of a... I don't think this is a, yeah, a bit of a quarterback battle with Mac Jones. Jones has played really well in the preseason. We know that the preseason doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it, this is a bad time to be missing time, especially with how Cam missed the end of last season. Now, this pretty much validates Cam Newton has not gone to get vac- uh, vaccinated. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that because he had COVID before. So, whatever. I it, Outside of that, the league's rules stated that if you leave the facility for a medical procedure or whatever, that even if you get tested the whole time that you're away, if you're not being tested by, what is it, like a team doctor or something like that, then then basically the tests don't count and you have to quarantine for five days before you're allowed back in the facility? Is that how yeah, this works? Yeah, so he, he left, he had the approval, and he tested himself every day or was tested every day he was gone. and he, And he's come up negative every time. But because they specifically didn't do the test, which I'm not sure how they do it. Like, are you going to send somebody with him to, like, follow him every day? I, I have no That's idea weird. how that would work. Like, I don't know how that would work either. So I, I I hadn't been able to figure this out because at first it was, okay, so so Newton messed up. And then it was like, no, the Patriots messed up. But now it's like they – now I don't know who it is. The, the, the NFL article, rules are insane right now. The the CBS article says Patriots frustrated internally with the Cam Newton misunderstanding of COVID protocols per report. But I don't know if that means that the Patriots are upset with themselves. No, they're upset with the league. That he, he was he was approved by the league by the league to go get this procedure. Everyone knew where he was going and what he was going to be doing while he got there. He, they knew that he was going to be tested the entire time. This was the agreement that the Patriots and Cam thought they had agreed upon, that everybody was okay with. When he gets back, the league steps in and says, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what we agreed upon. Sorry. The rules are too confusing, and they're too complicated. It shouldn't be this complicated. And I know that there's a side of the aisle that's going to say, it's not that complicated. If you're not vaccinated, we don't want you in the building. That's fine. The those people are unreasonable and we can't have this conversation. We can't function in society that way because there's too many people that are choosing not to be vaccinated. Yeah. And I am not going to, I'm not willing to just cut off life with that many people in the world of society. I think we need everybody as a whole to function as a, as a group of people for our country to be successful. So there he, he has nothing but negative tests. Yeah, and and he's now back with team doctors, and they're giving him constant negative tests. And he was in controlled atmospheres the entire time that he was gone, and yes. when he came back, 
This this I was not Dwayne Haskins going to the strip club after no after a game or or whatever the NBA player was that left the basketball arena for a funeral and then went to the strip club for some wings. Yes. This is not that. He followed every rule that he thought was in place. The Patriots thought everything was good, everything was right. This is a problem with the league. The league is making things way too complicated. And in my opinion, far too strict. Far too strict. This some of these rules are just ridiculous. Pat McAfee had his conspiracy horns up, right? And his thought process was Bill Belichick and that organization are the best run or they know every rule inside and out. They know everything. Do we think that they okayed this for Cam to leave so that they could get more time with Mac with the ones? No. I don't no. think so. <laughs> it, it, you know, let me tell you what that is. I know, I know McAfee's your boy and you love yeah. that guy and all, but McAfee spent his entire career getting his ass whooped by Bill Belichick. Yes, okay. He did. So that that is sour grapes all day long. I don't That's think all it's sour grapes. Is. I think it's Oh, I think it's, it's 100% sour grapes. No, it's just it's just a conspiracy theory. Like that's all it is and it 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 ain't worth nothing. Because but, let me tell you something. If there's one coach in the league that doesn't need a, an excuse to put the other guy in, and 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 bench the the first guy. It's Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick doesn't care. He he, will, he doesn't care about Cam Newton's feelings. He doesn't care about any of those players' feelings or, or stepping on toes. If he thinks the other guy is going to get him the best shot to win, that's what he's going to do. Do you think that this could have something to do with the locker room? No, no, I, I zero zero. We've heard no problems out of that locker room. No, no, no. I, that, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. Could this be because the locker room loves Cam so much that this was the way to kind of get Mac more reps with the ones? Once again, everybody that puts on that Patriot uniform understands what happens when they sign with the Patriots. This ain't the Jets. This ain't the Colts. This ain't anybody else in the league. This is you're coming to work for Bill fucking Belichick. Yep. All right. And when best you come in up. here, I do not care about your feelings. I'm going to do what's best for this team. I expect you to do what's best for this team. And if that embarrasses you, or if I have to bench your friend, then so be it. Tell your friend to get better. Stay after and work with him and make him better. Yeah. But we are going forward with the best player. And if Cam Newton starts, because Bill believes he's the best quarterback for the job for that day. If Mac starts, it's because he believes Mac gives him the best chance to win that day. That's it. End of story. Bill Bill will play games with the media. Bill will play games with the opponents. Bill will play games with the refs. Bill will play games with the leagues. Bill does not fuck around with his, with his locker room, with his coaches staff, with his teammates. This is exactly why I wanted to bring this up with you. 100%. Because I, yeah. I know that I will get a true answer and answer, ask, go find anybody that's worn that Patriot uniform and not, not, not a lifer. I'm not talking about go find Teddy Bruschi. Okay. Go or, or Mike Vrabel. All right. I, I'm talking about go, go talk to, um, oh crap. Jesus. He goes on the Ryan Russell show all the time. He, he was with the Patriots for like a weekend and won a, won a Super Bowl. Then went with the Eagles. Anyway. Um, Chris Long, Chris Long. That's it. Jesus Christ. I was trying to think of Howie Long's son. Um, Chris, go ask Chris Long. And Chris Long will tell you, when you walk in that locker room, you all agree it's different here. It's different. He had more fun playing in, in, with his other teams than with the Patriots. But when he agreed to go there, he understood, I'm agreeing to work in a different environment than I've ever worked in. I'm agreeing to come somewhere where, where I don't get the say that I used to have. And it's not because of my abilities. Nobody gives a shit about my leadership. 
when when uh, there's a there's a clip going around Twitter right now of of uh, James Harrison talking about when he got there, like he saw he was like getting ready in the locker room and he saw Tom Brady hauling ass down a hallway running late for a meeting and he was like, oh shit! I thought if Tom's running, I better run. And he stopped getting ready and just half dressed took off to the meeting, realized they're four or five minutes early. Like he still had plenty of time to finish getting dressed. Yeah. And he was just like, that's the philosophy here. Like he was like, I don't know what happens if you're late for a meeting because nobody's late for meetings. Like we just don't have that problem. Nobody's ever been late while he was there. And it's just, things are done differently. And so I assure you, no games are being played inside that locker room. Lots of head games outside of the locker room zero head games inside the locker room they don't screw around yeah so so no conspiracy no nothing this is really the only conspiracies are going to come out are from people who have been burned by the patriots organization and bill belichick their entire career whether it be media or on the field he makes those guys cry they try to pick on him afterwards that it does make sense it does make sense all right is there anything else that that we need to hit on today Nope, that's it, brother. That is it. All right, on Friday's show, we're going to knock out the AFC South. We'll go ahead and get that wrapped up. Uh, Just a lot to talk about today with the Alliance and everything else that's going on. So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Go to winningcureseverything.com. That is the site. It's got everything you need to know about us. Go to betus.com, where the game begins. Use the promo code. It's down in the description. You can click the link right there. Very easy. It is NCAAF2021. That is the promo code. You get 125% deposit bonus. And I'm telling you, they've got everything you could possibly want to bet on. I'm telling you, everything. Team totals, totals for the game, first quarter lines, first half, all of it. Go ahead and check it out. BetUS.com, where the game begins. And again, Chris and I both are hosting college football shows this season. Make sure and subscribe to both of them. The link is in the description. Chris has got the SBR show. I have got the BetUS show. So do us a favor, help build those channels up. And uh, and yeah, I think that's going to be it. Chris, this is fun. This is a lot Amen. of fun. So let's go ahead and dive out. You guys take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.